Hello, welcome to another Live At You podcast. I am your friendly neighborhood musician, father, day job, um, golfer, um, husband, son, brother, um, yeah, podcast host, Garrett Anderson. It's Friday, May 29th, the year of our Lord 2020, or the year of, um, the year of crappy quarantine. Um, hope everybody is safe and happy and healthy dealing with the COVID-19 crisis as good as you can. But I just wanted to check in because I had a very sweet and proud father moment the other night that I wanted to share. Um, Partly to pat myself on the back, uh, partly to just uh, catch it on this audio recording as kind of an audio diary thing so we can listen back on it with my daughter one day. And then uh, maybe for for some other parents out there, we can, um, you know, it can be an inspiration. But um, my kids obviously have been home a lot with us, and I've been trying to keep them engaged and doing different things. And the school year finally wrapped up mercifully. Uh, Trying to get them to do online learning was a struggle. The struggle was real. Um, So I'm glad that that's over. But um, now that it's summertime, it's like, okay, well, I don't want them just you know, looking at screens all day. But uh, one of the things that, that, that was positive that uh, came from screen time was my daughter told me about the Zen Den, Z-E-N-D-E-N on YouTube. And it's this very sweet channel. Um, so let me back up. I actually kind of found it myself, but then my daughter was like, oh yeah, I've seen that before. It was very sweet. So I looked up mindfulness for kids on YouTube because I wanted to see what was out there. And because my kids were starting to act kind of bratty and kind of overwhelmed and, um, you know, not really making the best choices. My seven-year-old, oh my God, she took scissors to our fitted bed sheet on my mom, on my wife and my master bed. Um, That was weird. I almost said my mom and mine. (laughs) No, I'm not sharing a bed with my mother. She is uh, safely tucked away in the woods of West Virginia. Sorry, audio cable. Oh, sh- audio cable glitch there. Sorry. Um, no, my wife in my bed, my little one, she was just, you know, getting a little too much free time and started getting bored and probably was like, let's see what happens if I cut their bed sheet. But that was not good. So anyway, I... I I wanted to look up mindfulness for children. My, my older kid kind of suffers from a little anxiety and some social awkwardness. And, you know, she, it doesn't do good with scary parts in movies. And she likes to um, close her eyes and cover her ears when there's loud noises and stuff. Um, you know, maybe some child psychologists out there are like, hmm, sounds kind of spectrum-y behavior. But, uh, and it may be. We've thought of that before, but whatever, wherever she is on the spectrum, because we're all on the spectrum somewhere, that's why it's called a spectrum. Uh, it's not points on a line, it's a continuous, non-discrete line. Um, I want to give her some tools so she can combat her anxiety and her moments of discomfort in a healthy way. So I looked up mindfulness for kids. And... 
the Zen Den was something that came up on YouTube and the kids were like, Oh, we've seen this before. And I was like, okay, well, are any of these videos good? And, and they were like, yeah, there's this one called I am the pond. I was like, okay, let's click on that. And it was sweet. It was only like a six minute long little guided meditation where this woman with a nice British accent is like, you know, all right, boys and girls, let's sit comfortably and, um, Let's take a few deep breaths and picture yourself as a pond. And there's water and there's land and there's trees hanging over you, but you are the pond. And you're all the feelings and all the thoughts that live inside the pond. But remember, you are always the pond. And you can return to your breath and remind yourself that you are the pond. Look, here comes a happy little fish. And that's a nice thought or a feeling, but remember, it's just inside the pond and you're the pond. And here comes a scared little fish, but remember, you're the pond. And here's a grumpy, angry fish. And that's another feeling that you might have, but remember, you are the pond. And so on and so forth. It's very soothing. And then eventually she's like, and now remember, boys and girls, if you're ever scared or angry, remember, you are the pond. And it can you can, you know, say hello to your feelings, but then let them pass and swim right by or, or you know, something along those lines, making some of the concepts of meditation accessible for children. And for adults, frankly, I was like, I was grooving on it. Um, over the next couple of days, like whenever I was getting stressed out around the house, I was like, I am the pond. Garrett, I am the pond. Just an angry fish swimming by. You are the pond. Reconnect with the pond. Um, I am the force and the force is with me. So I was telling my kids, you know, I was like, you are the pond. Whenever they were getting upset, I was like, you're, you're the pond. And we were driving somewhere and I was like, oh, by the way, to my wife, I was like, Lauren, if you ever hear me talking about I am the pond, it's because I'm trying to center myself emotionally. So I don't, I don't get uh, a runaway train of emotions and start yelling and throwing things. Um, so I am the pond was a nice little concept for us to review together as a, as you know, as a family, my wife was doing some work in the other room, but you know, we filled her in on the gist. So now we have a, like a little code word around the house where it's like, Hey, I am the pond. And uh, it's funny. My, <laughs> my little one, she'll be like, I am not the pond. I'm the grumpy fish. And even though she's pushing back on it, I think just the fact that she's acknowledging it and engaging in that way is like indicative indicative i couldn't think of how to say indicative i was like indicative indicative of her starting to understand that notion which i think is really cool and then um fast forward a night or two and and my older one was kind of just struggling we put her to bed and of course it's like everything's fine once you know leading up to bedtime and then once she's in bed all of a sudden it be it's it's like dad like oh god i was like walking in the room i was like hey what's going on buddy and she's like just i'm having scary bad sad thoughts and i miss you guys and i don't want to be alone and i don't want to go to bed and i i don't like coronavirus and uh, it's just really hard times 
And I'm like, part of me is like, we already put you to bed. Go to bed. Turn off your lights. Close your eyes and stay in bed. Go to sleep. You'll fall asleep. You'll be fine. Um, that's the impatient fish swimming around in my pond. But um, I had nothing else going on. You know, um, I had time uh, and I wanted to step up and be a dad for her in that moment. So I was just like, hey, bud. It's like, remember what, what we watched before? You are the pond. Those are fish swimming around in your pond. And she was like, yeah, but I don't get it. I don't know how that's supposed to help me feel better. And I was like, well, let's just practice what they talked about. Take a deep breath in and hold it and let it go. Pay attention to your breathing. And then I started kind of just leading her through a little moment of of meditation. And, And I was like, you know, take a breath in. I am the pond and breathe out and breathe in find your breath and breathe out and I was inspired because I recently watched a, a yoga video that my friend sent me where the guy's like relax your mask he talks about when you're stretching it's like relax your face muscles relax your eyebrow muscles relax you know can you relax your toes like where is any tension in your body and breathe in and go visit that spot in your body and breathe out relax your shoulders right relax your face we carry so much emotion and tension in our face all the time relax your eyeballs Ah, feels good, right? Deep breath. Hopefully no one's trying to drive around or get anything done right now because I'm like putting myself to sleep. Um, So my lo and behold, the the 10-year-old, she's calming down. She's taking deep breaths. And I do this with her for like a good five or six minutes. And then we talk a little bit more. And I was like, so those are your tools. You know, you can always return to your breath. We, I mean, we even talked about God a little bit and just existence. You know, it's like, take a, take a breath in and be grateful that you have this experience. Um, getting in touch with your senses in the moment. You know, we talked about what can you hear? I was like, breathe in and hear the fan. You know, the ceiling fan rattling around up in the, the top of your room, you know, attached to your ceiling. And breathe out. And breathe in. And feel the weight of the blankets on your legs and on your tummy and on your chest. Breathe out. And breathe in and feel the warmth of your skin. And hear the sounds of your breath and breathe out. Right? All that kind of stuff. And just reconnecting with the sensory experience and reconnecting with your breath. And not letting your thoughts run away uh, with themselves and with your experience. Because once your thoughts are running away... Your experience is going with them, right? That's the contents of your consciousness. If I could borrow a Sam Harris phrase, if you really want to learn about this stuff, go check out Sam Harris and uh, his writings and um, practice. He's got an app called Waking Up App, which I should have, but I don't. Maybe I'll get it one day. But um, so I was very proud of myself that I tried to give my 10 year old some tools. And then I, I was like, you know what? I could tell she was still kind of upset. And I said, hey, practice. This is your chance to practice. You know, get in touch with your gratitude. Get in touch with your breath. Like you can say a prayer to God if, if that's going to help you calm down. You know, listen to what you can hear. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to lay down right here next to your bed. And usually I don't do this. Usually I'm like, all right, turn off the lights, go to bed. But I was like, I'm going to lay down here and I want to hear you 
talk out loud and practice like we were just practicing together. So now instead of me talking, I'm going to lay down over here and take some deep breaths, but I want to hear you talking. And she started really simply. She started just with breathe in, breathe out. And then eventually she added like, breathe in, I am the pond, breathe out. And I was like, yes, this is working. And then she was like, breathe in. She was like, I can, I can feel my cat and I'm petting his soft tail, breathe out. And my wife was on the phone downstairs and we heard her and my, my daughter goes, breathe in. I hear mommy and I love mommy, breathe out. And then breathe in and I can feel the warmth of my blankets and breathe out. And all like she was doing it just in one little session and watching the video and kind of talking about it over the last couple of days. She started using those tools and I heard her physically and emotionally calm down. She was in a state of, you know, severe worry. Like we were talking about some heavy, heavy stuff like, you know, the dog dying and the fact that everyone has to die. <laughs> like it was one of those serious parent conversations where I was like, yeah, the, you know, like, you know, it's okay because we have this experience. As long as we tap back into the now of this experience, that's the only thing we can do to make it worthwhile that there is so much suffering and badness and coronavirus and the fact that you and everyone you ever knew and ever will know will die. Um, that's all okay. Now, there's lots of different nuances to that, too. I think people can live on through their influence. Um, but, um, but, you know, the physical body does perish. That's just a fact. And, um, you know, it's, that's a lot for a 10 year old to be thinking about when they're <laughs> alone in their bedroom. I remember having some issues with coming to terms with things. And anytime I had a dream about my parents dying, I was, I was usually distraught for, you know, two and a half weeks after, but, um, it's nice as a, as a grown up and, and, I've kind of found some of these tools of mindfulness and I don't know, they they were probably always there and I probably always had teachers kind of guiding me and my parents were kind of, you know, guiding me towards that sense of peace and that sense of being in the moment. But, um, it's really nice that there's some resources out there to get children on that, on that bandwagon. Um, from a young age, they can use those tools as they grow and confront some of the harsher realities of life. Ooh, okay, so that got a little heavy, but, um, you know, I, it was real shit, and that's what we're doing. We're living, we're living the real life, uh, making it happen one day at a time, one moment at a time, one breath at a time. Maybe you needed to hear that. Maybe you're like, Jesus, Garrett's a hippie. Or, um, you know, or maybe you can look up the Zen Den with your kids or maybe even just by yourself. Just pretend you're five years old and watch some cool graphics about a pond and, you know, don't let your angry and impatient and scared fish run away with your mind and your experience. Cause if you can just say hello to those guys and give them a little reassuring hug and say, Hey, I know you're here to help. Um, cause you know, fear and, and anger, they're, they're, they're little signals to ourselves saying, hey, maybe not everything's right uh, with this. And then 
we got to try to turn it around and, and find the, you know, use that energy to, to either make it better or to, to come to peace with something or to have a tough, tough conversation or, you know, right or wrong, ask for forgiveness, make the most of your day, whatever it is, whatever it is that can help you find peace. Um, peace be with us, right? That's the message of Jesus. Jesus. And yeah, very proud of myself. Pat on the back for the old G Meister, for the old grumpster. I, I was dominated by my grumpy fish so much as a kid that my parents called me grumpster. <laughs> and I, my wife would tell you that I'm not much different now. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I uh, jammed a couple tunes before recording this and I'm going to uh, let those be the outro. It's a song called Flag, which is a collaboration with JC3 that didn't make it on the Dreams and Lives album. We kind of wrapped up that song after that album was released, and uh, I forgot about it until I was rehearsing today. It's called Flag, and it's kind of a, hey, let's let's all be inclusive, but let's fight the good fight. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people feeling a lot of unrest right now um, for all sorts of different reasons. So this song Flag is meant to be a rallying cry for coming together. And then I was brushing up on my song, The Weight, uh, which feels appropriate for how bad I miss a lot of my friends and family right now. And, um, and then I wrap up with uh, a new song called, um, uh, uh, what is it called? I got to check my phone. I forget what it's called. Um, Creek Don't Rise. So I hope you dig it. And that's it for uh, this fourth episode of season three of Live At Ya. Everybody be good. And uh, God bless and rock on. And peace be with you. And also the force. The force and peace. <laughs> Those are... <laughs> Real quick, that was something else that my daughter said. I go, uh, we were talking about the connection to, to God and church and stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, they want peace. That's why we say peace be with you. And she goes, like the force? I was like, yes, and the force be with you too. It's all the same. It's all the same stuff. And she goes, yeah, dad, you had to bring Star Wars into it. And I was like, actually, you did. <laughs> it was funny. All right, so the force be with you. Peace be with you. Um... And, and you are the pond. You are the pond. Alright, peace. Oh, now black and white, what you trying to say? I'm looking for a rainbow, but all you got is gray. So baby, can I blow your mind with a little sunshine? It ain't a dead end, it's the daylight. Rise and shine, you're running on faith. Proud to be a victory when day breaks. So let's Take a little teamwork to get out from underneath Shadows of the beast Circle the wagons, rally around the cars It ain't a dead end, it's a star Rise!
sunshine You're running on faith About to be a victory when day breaks So let's rise and celebrate Whatever, whatever flag You're flying today You're flying today Don't black and white matter when you bleed I'm looking for a rainbow but red is all I see Oh baby can you blow my mind with a little sunshine It ain't a dead end it's the daylight Rise and shine you're running on faith Bound to be a victory when day ain't So let's rise and celebrate Crushed. 
mentally feeling alright, alright Cause I've paid my debt in sorrow I'm coming back to life I love so deep Ever unrequited with nothing to blame but the way it God willing in 